Hey everybody, this is JR Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about more financial tips on being a better business person, tips on you need to know, and the rules of engagement when it comes to financials and business. But first, it's moto time. Hey, remember, rich people, poor people. Poor people like rich, rich people like poor. Think about that when it comes to tax time. Just pay your bills. And remember this, like my daddy always says, never quit your day job while conquering the world. You can achieve anything you want to do as long as you're able to have something to fall back on. And remember one other thing. Time is money. Money is time. Your time is valuable. Don't waste your time because you're wasting money. I always say that because a lot of the famous people, successful, wealthy, and rich, and the powers that be always do that tip because they use your time as valuable, and that's the kind of value that they use. And also remember this one key factor. He who has the gold rules the world. And remember this key fact. Playing with my money is like playing with my emotions. That's from the movie um, Friday when Big Worm was talking to Smokey. And also remember this. Greed, for lack of a better word, is good. You need me. You don't want me. You need me. That's from the movie Wall Street by Gordon Gecko. Remember those tips. All right, let's begin. Hey, listen. And successful business people, people always want to know what they want to do with success. And people always ask me the difference of classes. Well, I'm going to give you a little quick, really quick podcast. I'm going to do this really quick. I'm going to tell you something about business. And financial businesses, you got to understand one thing when it comes to finances. Here's something you need to understand. Um, there, there, are, there are three classes of successful people. There are three classes that you need to understand when it comes to business. There are poor, rich, and wealthy Poor people know who they are. They're poor. They always will be poor. Rich people, rich people are always rich. They're rich because they they buy these things, cars and houses, jewelry, money. They show off their fancy and flagrant things that they have. They want you to see all the wealth they got. They're showing it all to you. That's that's rich people. Now, wealthy people are people that have things that are tangible. See, if you're trying to build your longevity and trying to build your residual wealth and your digital real estate, with your e-commerce, your podcast, your YouTube channel, or whatever you're doing, whether you're being a singer, songwriter, whatever, always remember, you've got to have something that's what, what wealthy, what rich people, what wealthy people have. Wealthy people have things that they have, they can say it's theirs. They have liquid. Let me ask you a question. This is a simple question that everyone always asks. When it comes to wealthy people, wealthy people will say, they'll ask you like this, okay, let's say, let's say we'll go to two classes. If you're, you're, you're probably just poor because you're living from paycheck to paycheck or you're one paycheck from the poor house, we'll just say you're wealthy. Let's say you're just, you're saying we're looking at the rich and the wealthy. So you want to be rich. Rich people, you got to buy your new house, new cars, new jewelry. You want to get all your new bling. You want to show everybody that this is the kind of money I got. That's the rich people. Now, let's say, let's say that you're thinking about becoming wealthy. Now, wealthy is called, um, it's called legacy, longevity, residual wealth, wealth that you can leave to your family. That means that if you got kids and stuff that you want to leave to your wife, your family, that your family's family can be well taken care of. That's, that's called wealthy. A good example, there's, um, here's a good example. There's a, there's this wealthy guy. He was so, I mean, when I say wealth, he was mega rich. He was so rich. Here's what he did with his money. He made sure that when he died, his family, his grandkids and his grandkids, his great-grandkids, his great-great-grandkids and great-great-great and great-great-great-great-great-grandkids were well taken care of. 
that's how much money he had he had set up just for them because he knew that when I'm dead and gone that my legacy will continually to make money and what did he do he had property he 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 owned land he owned land another guy he owned this one guy he was so successfully rich I mean he was rich he bought all the wealthy things that a rich person would buy cars living the good life as being a wealthy rich person would do then he started thinking like okay now I'm rich I bought all the jewelry I bought all the stuff that I needed I'm happy now it's time to become wealthy so he started buying land so this guy bought tons of land he went and bought a hundred he bought like 200 acres of land in the Midwest he bought 200 acres of land you know what he did with that 200 acres of land on that land he turned around and took that 200, 200 acres of land and he built a bunch of houses and he built he built he built his own community then there was another rich guy he was so successfully wealthy you know what he did he went and bought he went to a city he went to a community that he was looking into buying land and stuff and he turned around and he bought he turned around and he took that land that he bought this is some land in a city that nobody wanted it was empty open area he bought this area and he built a mobile home park so what what would that give him residual income because he built a mobile home park for people then another guy took his money and he went and he bought some land on that land guess what he built residual income for himself because with that land he took the land and he made a bunch of houses on there he built a whole subdivision with his money he built his own subdivision. Yeah, he built his own residual subdivision. And that's what he did with his money. He built everything that he needed. Everyone was shocked and everyone was surprised. You know. And everybody was was in awe about how much money he made. And they were like, well, you're 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 rich, you're wealthy. What are you gonna do with all the money you got? He took his money and he bought land. With that land he bought, he built houses. He built he built a wall around the whole property. He took his money, built a huge wall around the property and made his own subdivision. In that subdivision, he put tons of houses because he bought the land. When he bought the land, he also bought the mineral rights to the property. So he didn't have to pay property tax. He got, he got a way of doing that. And then he turned around with that right there. He started generating residual wealth because that's his land. And he sold pieces of property on there so that everyone who lived there, they had houses on there. He sold, sold that. He had a subdivision that was his property. So his family was making money. They made money from the state. They had a contractor and stuff and they built it. So what I'm saying is get some land, get some land, get some property. That's something that when he went, he went into a, he went into a loan broker. He went to a broker. He went to the broker to go get a loan because he needed a loan because he needed some extra money. They asked him, well, they looked at his credit. They said, well, your credit's not that great and everything. He says, do you have anything of value? Yeah. I have a thousand acres of land that I own. Oh, you do? Yes. Okay. All right. And on that thousand acres of land, I have five, I have five subdivisions on that thousand acres of land. Yep, I built five subdivisions and those five subdivisions have houses on it. And so that's why I need the loan because I'm I'm building I'm building a six subdivision that'll complete my thousand acres. And he built 
and the and the realtor and the lender was like, uh, and they looked at the property. They saw what he was building. They said done. So he got the loan. He had the money, but he needed a loan because he needed more money to build his property. So he built his property on there. So what I'm telling you is that you can do whatever you want to do when you had real estate. So that kind of helped him. And then when he built a subdivision on there, the properties and everything on there, he built a mini, he built a mini grocery store. He put a grocery store on there in this subdivision. He also built a, he built an, he built an elementary school there. He had enough space that he put an elementary school there and he built a junior high school there. He built an elementary, a junior high, and he built a high school all on the same area because he had enough land to do that. And then he turned around and he made those charter schools. He made those private private schools on the property for the people that lived there. And he was generating residual wealth. Another way of doing generating residual wealth, a guy went and invested in gold. He started buying a little bit of gold coins. He bought gold bars, little tiny gold bars. He bought some gold coins, some silver, and everything. And that's what he built. He built all of that. And now he has residual wealth. His income is growing because now he has liquid assets. Liquid assets is things that you can take and go and sell to make a profit. So he sold those because when he was hurting for money, he sold those and now he can generate money. That's what he did. Another guy got smart and he was looking for residuals of wealth and he was looking at his income and stuff. He was like, okay, so I need to make money. So this is how he made his money. What he did was he started going out and he started panning, panning, pan. He got a panning for gold. He was up in a park area where he knew by this riverbed area where he was at and he started panning for gold. And that's what he did. He panned for gold. Now that he has his residual, he also he made uh, he started stacking up his gold. He had tons of gold and semi and semi precious and precious stones. He he found a block. He found a block of pure emerald, an emerald that was flawless, that was worth tons of money the emerald that he found was worth about a good half a million dollars block emerald he cleaned it up had he slowly chipped it off to get all the excess rocks come to find out half a million dollars Ooh, and now he's making money and that's what he made so now this guy's making residual income he has that go- he has that going for him. He took that block and he and he kept it, wrapped it up in the safe, took it to a jewelry store, and the guy looked at it and says, "What is this?" He said, "This is pure emerald." The guy tested it; it was pure emerald and flawless emerald. That emerald turned out to be worth a lot of money—a half a million dollars. He sold it, half a million dollars. They asked him, "Do you have more?" He says, "I can find more." So he went back out there and he started looking, and he found the he found the rock. He found the mega rock of uh, um, emerald and it was worth a lot of money the flawless emerald in the center was a flawless emerald that was worth about a good hundred thousand dollars and then he had another one that he found a rock that he found that was it was it was uh it was he found a accidentally found a diamond just by accident he found a pure diamond most diamonds you can find are usually Diamonds that you can find, they were usually, they're like um, mostly what you can use, industrial grade diamonds. But he found one that was a flawless diamond 
and that diamond turned out to be worth half a mil- half a billion dollars. This diamond was worth a half a billion dollars. That's how flawless it was. And guess what? The guy became successful. The guy became well. That's residual. That's called liquid, because he can use that like that diamond stone. He can use that for cash. That's what you gotta do. Do your do your homework. Have some stuff you can have on. In my house, in my thing, I have I have some gold. I have some silver coins, a piece of gold. I have some semi. I have some precious and semi precious stones that I have in there. They're valuable. They're worth a lot of money to someone else. They're worth a lot of money. When someone looks at them, they'll be like, "Oh, these are worth X amount of boom, 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 boom." They're worth money. I can use those. The guy can guy tested them. They're valuable. To me, they're valuable. And guess what I use them for? Liquid. I use them for liquid. Nothing else, just liquid cash. I had a guy, I went in there, the guy looked at me and says, what, what do you got? I got some, semi, I got some, some semi-precious, I got some precious stones, the semi-precious stones all mixed together. He goes, let me take a look at them. The guy looked at him and says, oh, these ain't worth anything. I said, really? And he goes, no, they're not. I go, take a look at this. So he looked at this and he goes, what is it? That right there is a precious, that right there is a ruby. That right there is an emerald. That right there is a sapphire. Those are those are precious. He says, okay. It's a white sapphire. Flawless white sapphire. He goes, okay. These right here are white diamonds. He goes, okay, okay. All right. How much um, how much are they worth? This right here is uh, this right here is a diamond. It's a moissanite diamond. That one right there is a thousand dollars right there. He looked at me. He's like, oh, I know my homework. And oh yeah, and look what I'm wearing. I'm wearing a black diamond. He goes, okay, and, and all right. And he was shocked. The value. Like I'm telling you, you need to start doing things like that. Value. You gotta have liquid. You gotta have some gold, some silver. You know, if you look at your change, look at your change. You can find a silver. You can find a 1942, 43. 44 and 45 nickel is made of silver. A 1944 dime, a 1944 quarter is silver. May not be worth anything as far as coin wise, but it's silver in it. So that's silver. So that's worth something. That's what I'm talking about. You gotta have stuff like that. I got paper currencies from around the world. They're good, they're they're good for collectibles and they're also good for having as an asset. So what do you have? Like invest in stock market. Get some Bitcoins, crypto and stuff. Do stuff like that to help yourself. You need generational wealth. Have some extra liquid on hand so that when you're getting, when you're getting into a crunch time, you can find someone who will buy them and then you can sell them. Take them to marketplaces and sell them. Do that, all right? Hey, by the way, I just want to show you that's just some way you can make money. Because remember, there's way, I, like I said, there's poor people, rich people, poor people, rich people, and wealthy. Wealthy people have, have residual wealth have residual wealth that their family's family family's family can live off of that's what you gotta do you gotta have that kind of wealth alright by the way I appreciate everyone of you listening to my podcast um, I'm, I'm kind of busy doing some research on my podcast on the Philippines and the history of the Philippines and stuff I want everybody cause I gotta you know you gotta do research on that stuff you can't just talk about it you gotta research that stuff so that's what I've been doing Doing a lot of research on that stuff, so that's what I want everybody to know and do. So, hey, I appreciate y'all listening to my podcast, and I'm going to be adding more stuff, you know. And I want the world to know this is what you got to do. And, and,
morning. And I want the world to know that you can do whatever you want to do. Just got to have some residuals, got to have some backup. Because if, you, if you're if you running a business and say, for instance, you run into a business and say, for instance, you're building, say you, say you own a brick and mortar store. Your building comes to catch us on fire. Guess what you got to do? You got to pay those bills. You got to pay that bill on that. You got to pay that business. You know, you got to do that. All right. You got to be able to pay that. All right. That's what you got to do. Pay your bills and stuff. You got to have money to, to live off of and your residuals and residual income and stuff. All right. By the way, hey, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And I appreciate each and every one of you who listening to my podcast. Hey, catch me on social media. Catch me on Twitter at J.R. Bell. Catch me on social media. If you're on um, Instagram, catch me at Marine Corps. Catch me at Marine Cookie. All right. Marine Cookie 3381. That's my Marine. That's my handle there. If you want to go to Facebook, hit me up on Facebook. Go to Kansas City Hood Sales and Yard Sales and find me there. All right. That's where you want to go. All right. This is J.R. Bell. I got your six podcast. And hey, by the way, Bravo six going dark.